0: Oh, I
1: always tried to take elements of North American jazz to give greater richness to
0: Afro-Cuban music.
1: Because I felt like if I had just tried to play pure jazz, I, I would never be Art Tatum.
0: I'd never be Bud Powell. Nor
1: Hank Jones.
0: Entonces yo lo que quería esos elementos... So I thought I would
1: take elements from them and try to harmonically enrich Cuban music, which needed that, to use jazz phrasing with Cuban rhythms.
0: And
1: that's what I still do today.
2: That's the formidable Cuban jazz pianist Chucho Valdez with translator Catherine Murphy. I'm David Gorin, and this is Jazz Stories from Jazz at Lincoln Center. On this edition, we'll hear an excerpt from my October 2010 interview with Chucho Valdez on the occasion of his first appearance in the United States in seven years. We talked about the recent historic visit to Havana by the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra and about living the jazz life in Cuba before and after the 1959 revolution.
0: I
1: know that I have to thank God for having been born the son of Bebo Valdez.
0: Porque, eh, mi padre era, es, no? My
1: father is an es. incredible el, bebop pianist. Bebop and he's also a master incredible. of
0: Afro-Cuban music. piano, And
1: when I began to study piano, he taught me all of that. So this was in terms of the radio, right?
0: Pero en casa oíamos muchos programas de jazz en radio. Hablo ahora de los años 40.
1: I'm talking about the 40s now.
0: Estudiamos muchos programas de radio, las bandas de Ellington, las bandas de Kansas y Tommy Dorsey, pero también Art Dayton era el rey. Artie Dayton Monk y Bud Powell. Y entonces eso era en casa la radio. Pero mi padre trabajaba en Tropicana.
1: My father worked at Tropicana.
0: Y a Tropicana iban las mejores orquestas de jazz de Estados Unidos.
1: And the best jazz orchestras from the U.S. played at Tropicana that
0: time. And
1: so I have that in my hard drive, in my hard disk, and I carry that with me throughout
0: life. So it's
1: impossible to leave jazz.
2: How important was radio in hearing jazz and music from outside of Cuba?
1: quisiera preguntarle sobre su juventud pero también mezclado eso dice en los años después de la revolución antes o después después, después. The period right after the revolution it was more difficult to hear jazz no
0: information pero nosotros éramos muy, muy jóvenes en esos tiempos Y entonces empezamos a comprar radio de short wave entonces un baterista que se un baterista que era muy bueno descubrió que había un programa que se llamaba The Voice of America Jazz Hour.
1: And this great uh, drummer, who is a friend of mine, discovered this Voice of America Jazz Hour.
0: Time for jazz. Willis Conover in Washington, D.C with the Voice of America Jazz Hour. Tonight, Duke Ellington... A so we started
1: to buy old tape
0: recorders. And
1: we started to record his shows.
0: So this was how I first heard John Coltrane in
1: 1963.
2: When the Jazz Lincoln Center Orchestra was in Cuba just a couple of weeks ago, I understand that you were performing with them. Fue un concierto, O sea, el hecho de
0: la visita de Winton y del Lincoln Center Orchestra a Cuba.
1: First of all, I'd like to say that this visit to Cuba by Wynton Marsalis and the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra is one of the most important cultura cultural phenomenon that has happened in Cuba's musical history.
2: Why do you think it was so important? What was it about it?
1: Why is it so important? eh
0: quizá eh, más que importante, más, es super important.
1: We've never had a jazz band, a North American jazz band with the level of musical directorship and the level of the, hot, the quality of musicians that make up the jazz at Lincoln Center
0: Orchestra.
1: And we think it was a very important musical education for the general public, for we the musicians of Cuba and especially for the music students of, of Cuba.
0: Esto, nadie se imagina el, el movimiento Very few people jazz know of cultura, how strong el, and complex the jazz, movement, the jazz movement or the jazz scene is in Cuba, and
1: especially musical. coming out of all of the different art and music schools.
0: Y simplemente fue una una oportunidad enorme la que tuvimos todos con, con esta visita.
1: And we all had an incredible opportunity to learn through this visit.
0: De, se va a hablar de esto por los siglos, como dicen los católicos,
2: por los siglos de los siglos, amén.
1: It's something that will be spoken about uh, forever and ever. Amen.
2: (laughs) Was there a lot of interaction between um, the Jazz Only Center orchestra members and local musicians in away from the concert hall?
0: (laughs) Hubo una comunicación increíble. There were, there was like an instant click, you know,
1: like a chemistry between the orchestra musicians and the Cuban musicians and also music students, both musically but also on a, on personal level. So I'll give you one example, which is in the Melia Cojiba Hotel where they were staying while they were in Cuba. There was a young woman who uh, played alto sax and plays in the lobby bar of the hotel. And Ted Nash uh, saw her, heard her playing, and they started to talk. And he started to just spontaneously show her about how to try to reach the higher notes on the alto sax. And when she was able to reach those high notes, which for the first time, she was so excited. She like jumped up and down. He says like a butterfly. She was just like flying. She was so excited.
0: Y bueno así mismo pasó con diferentes músicos también y diferentes instrumentos.
1: So it happened with a number so of the musicians in the orchestra, um, with other some of the sax players, other sax players with Winton and the young trumpet players, Carlos Enriquez. It was like it was this big embrace among these two musical families because music teaches us that we're all just one.
2: Can you tell me of examples of the Jazz and Lincoln Center orchestra members learning from the Cuban musicians, either in Cuban music or, or even in jazz? Eh, no in jazz, it's impossible.
0: <laughs> Pero en música cubana en lo que es los ritmos. So I
1: think not in jazz itself that would be impossible, but definitely in terms of Cuban music they learned about the clave, about the tumbao, sort of the Cuban groove and rhythms. And that really is how Latin jazz was born. So yes, I think that has been important for them.
2: Tell me a little bit about the official concert and how that was formatted and was it just you playing with JLCO members or were there other people involved?
0: Yeah, I
1: wanted to talk about that as well in terms of what the impact was in Cuba of these concerts. This concert that we did with the two small format jazz bands was incredible.
0: So we opened the show
1: with the, with my group the Afro Cuban uh, messengers, Entonces, and we played four rindo, tunes that really showed, bata, highlighted how we eh, are incorporating so this new yuba, musical direction. How we're incorporating eh, the bata drums and the Lucumi language. We had some spoken parts that are not. We're not in Spanish, but we're in Lucumi, which is an so African language, language that survives in Cuba. And then Winton <laughs> came on with his small format group, and it was amazing, incredible. The public was like electrified with uh, the quality of their playing. And then we brought both bands together and played a tune all together.
0: New
1: New Orleans style tune. And we started the song by Wynton calling out the names of some of the most important musicians of New Orleans-style jazz, Jelly Roll Morton, Louis Armstrong. And I called out the names of some of the most important people of Cuban music, Ernesto Lecuona,
0: etc Pozo,
1: etc. and then we launched into the song.
0: And that was our last tune, and we got an incredible standing ovation. The
1: whole theater was standing on foot applauding for we don't even know how long.
0: una relación histórica entre La Habana, Cuba.
1: There is a historical relationship between New Orleans and Havana and Cuba in general.
0: Tiene mucho que ver con los esclavos africanos que tuvieron en ambos lados.
1: Which starts with the enslaved Africans who were on both sides.
0: Y la influencia de los franceses.
1: And also the influence of the French.
0: Los esclavos haitianos que escaparon, vinieron a Cuba las raíces de la contradanza francesa porque fueron una colonia francesa.
1: The escaped slaves from Haiti, many of them came to Cuba and Qué brought with them the French contradance which has remained in,
0: los, in Cuba
1: And this rhythm they call Cinquillo, which came with them from Haiti to Cuba gave birth to Danzón y la Habanera. and Habanera
0: lado, And also
1: you know the people the Africans who were brought as slaves to the new world had in Louisiana the French influence as
0: well.
1: So habanera was born in Cuba and ragtime was born in New Orleans. You might listen to Habanera someday and think you're hearing a ragtime
2: Cuban pianist Chucho Valdez with translator Catherine Murphy from an interview at Jazz at Lincoln Center in October 2010 Check out the music of Chucho Valdez at our Jazz at Lincoln Center radio program archive www.jalc.org slash jazzcast You can find Jazz Stories at jalc.org and on iTunes. Jazz Stories is produced at Murray Street by myself, David Gorin, with Alexa Lim and Stephen Rath. Support comes from Jazz at Lincoln Center. Consider becoming a member and experiencing America's great jazz art at Rose Hall, our house of swing, You'll find schedules and more at JALC.org.